I don't want to create a hidden agenda here because I, I like honesty. I don't like when you're speaking and you have like a secret thing. It should be clear in your, what you're saying, what you're pushing towards. When a guy comes to yeshiva for interviews, there are many times that you could, a kid's unsuspecting and you can make it, we're here to have a big party and let him come that way. I like him to know we're here, we actually want you to be a Ben Torah and an Erlachayid. I'm not going to pretend that many kids could be fooled. <laughs> I came here to have a good time. They want me to have a good time. We get paid. You win, I win, Gishmak. No, I want you to know that we have an agenda. I like, I like, I like, what, I like honesty. I like when you're expressing what you're doing. I want to, before we start Musa, I'm going to ask a Shaila that I asked yearly, and I asked it last year, why are you doing it again this year? It's a Gishmak, a Shaila. I want to say that we're davening together, and we have Minyanim, and we started saying Talumat or Levracha, and I think asking this Shaila is a fascinating Shaila, and discussing a Shaila for, briefly for a few minutes, I do want Svi to hear this Shaila. Discussing this Shaila will simply help us, and I, the hidden agenda, and it's hard to call the hidden agenda if you're honest about it, is I want us to remember to say the same Talumatar. Because if you forget the same Talumatar, and we'll discuss, and you don't hit the makeup, one has to daven Shmanesri again. We daven three Shmanesri's a day together. Some the minyanim together, some separate, but we're davening three minyanim a day, saying the same talumatar. So my vested interest in sharing this shtickle Torah is as a strong reminder to say the same talumatar. We started asking for rain. The shaila, the shaila is as follows, and it's to me it's a gishmak a shaila. I'll tell you the story of this shaila. Is in 1994, I think it was, I'm, maybe I'm getting the years wrong, there was a period when Russia was dropping scuds at Eretz Yisrael scud missiles from Iraq, and he decided that somehow it would be good for, bring popularity in his country, Tim will throw scuds at Eretz Yisrael. People left Eretz Yisrael, different Rosh Hashivas, and a specific Rosh Hashiva, who's in the Ilma Emes today, has written Svarim, was on a plane back to America, his wife was American, and people felt different cheshbainas, he came back to America. He came to my parents' house and he told us this shayla. He said on the plane, there were all different yeshiva guys on the plane and he asked this shayla to the chevra. He said the plane went berserk. He said people were screaming at each other, yeshiva guys. He said the briskers said brisk svaras, the mirror, mirror svaras, the this, this svaras. He said it was like lebedic. He's, I remember him saying it was better than any movie. It was like better than any movie. It was so gishmak on the plane. He was describing how amazing it was. This Shaila is what created Svi like a lot of ruckus. I would like to share the Shaila he told us then. And the Shaila is as follows. If somebody misses the same Talumata, we're saying it in Baruch Aleinu, we started asking for rain. We've been thanking for rain since after Sukkot. We've been thanking Hashem, you, you, you make the winds blow when you bring rain. We've been thanking Hashem for the rain. And now we start asking for rain. The same Talumatur, Hashem delivered right on the spot. We started asking for rain. The same Talumatur, please give us Talumatur. We ask for rain in the bracha of Baruch Aleinu, in the bracha for Parnassah. We ask Hashem for rain. If somebody forgets to ask for rain, they say the same bracha. They're so used to saying the same bracha. And they forget to ask Bureim the same Talumatar. And they already said Baruch Hashem Mivarach Hashanim. If they didn't finish the bracha, 
They should absolutely ask her. But they already said, Mivarech Hashanim, Tzlacher Toichidei Dibur, or they started Tzlacher, they can't go back. So Lahalacha, you keep davening Shman Esrei, and when you get to Shma Koilenu, and you say the words, Mufanechem Alkeinu Reikam Al Tishivenu, Right then and there, it's appropriate. V'sein talumater, Hashem, please give us v'sein talumater levracha. Give us tal and rain for good levracha. You have to stick in because there could be bad rains. Give us a good rain. Same talumater levracha. Levracha means it shouldn't happen. The rains during Waterbury baseball should only be levracha. So if there's a volleyball tournament, it shouldn't rain during the volleyball tournament. Mater, let's levracha. Good rain, only the good rains. So you say it in Shema Koilenu. Elio, you say, Then in Shema Koilenu, you say the same Talumat. Here's a forgetful fellow. He's on strike two. He forgot it in Baruch Aleinu, the same Talumat. Tzvi, he got the Shema Koilenu, and he forgot again. He says, Baruch Ata Hashem Shemei It's after Toich Kedai Dibur. So he no longer can say Baruch Atah Hashem, he can't finish any other Pasuk, it's after Teich Deidiber. So he said Shemet, well maybe even started with say. So now what should he do? He missed it in Baruch Aleinu asking for rain, shall we? And he missed in Shmak Aleinu. So La'alacha we paskin to go back to Baruch Aleinu. That's how we paskin. If you missed in Baruch Aleinu, missed in Shmak Aleinu, once you said the word Ritzei, one word, we'll wait at Teich Dedeber after you said Baruch Atah Hashem, Shemei So then you go back to Baruch Aleinu. Now here's where the fun, this, that's brought, you can look in Shulchan Aruch, that's how we paskin, all that's brought. Now here, Eliyahu, you leave Shulchan Aruch, this is not brought in Shulchan Aruch, and this is the Shiloh. A guy, strike one, missed in Baruch Aleinu, forgot to ask for him. Got to Shema Koleinu, forgot to ask for rain again. Went back to Baruch Aleinu, you have to be a certain type of klutz, I relate to the Yishaylis. He goes back to Baruch Ilan won't even know what we're talking about. He goes back to Baruch Aleinu. He only went back to Baruch Aleinu to fix up. To now, and guess what? He says the same bracha again. Three tzadim, what should he do next? He finishes off. Remember, he went back to Baruch Aleinu to save the same Talumatar. He's Ritzei Hashem. He's like, oh, okay. Turns his sitter back. Baruch Aleinu Hashanah Azay says, Kol me'ei s'vosa l'tay v'seim b'rach al p'nei adam v'sabenim. Baruch Atah Hashem v'varach Hashanim. And he finishes. Then he's like, Kalish, your third. <laughs> In Baruch Aleinu, he messed up. What do you do now, Tzvi? You're out of the parameters. This is not brought in Shulchan Aruch, what to do. So I would like some suggestions. Suggestion one, Tzvi, what should he do? Forget Mashvaruch. It's nothing to do with Mashvaruch. There's no makeups at all to Mashvaruch. No. So don't. If you miss Mashvaruch, unless you said murder at all. But if you say nothing and you started the next bracha, you have to dab in Shemineser again. Don't compare to Mashvaruch. Leave that out. We could discuss Tar Sameach why it's different, but Mashavaruch, you're out. This one, what should I do? So Tzvi has the first plan. I want to know some arguments. Tzvi says, Tamshich Allah. Keep going forward. Keep davening. And you'll make it up in Shmakalainu. Option number one. I missed Barakalainu once. I missed it Shmakalainu. I went back to Barakalainu. 
Tzvi, Tainus to the Hebra, Tamshechala, go weiter, say to Kabishai, Veshiva Shavdain, well, I'm Alshinim again. And the second time as well, that's what Tzvi Paskins. Yasef, do you agree with Tzvi? Everybody agree to Tzvi? 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 What? Keep going and then say Nishmakalainu again. You said, what? Maish agrees to Tzvi, of course. I disagree with you, but to you it's Pasha. To Maish says, of course, like Tzvi. Elio? <laughs> Elio, there's a fourth and Elio says, try again tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun. No, I'm just kidding. It's not <laughs> good, Elio. Good, Elio. Stark, stark, stark. <laughs> so, what we have Machloik is Maisha Tzvi against Elio. Anybody else have another Tzad? I liked your Zugs. You'll hear why. Somebody's going to argue on you. Hold steady. I'm not saying. Somebody argue. Not to argue. Somebody just tell me what you. Thoughts. Elio, does you, you agree with Svi Elio? A guy missed in Bar- We started asking for rain. So in Baruch Aleinu, you're supposed to say the same Talumata, you're supposed to start asking for rain. If somebody missed it in Baruch Aleinu, started to ka, so then you say in Shmak Aleinu, you get up to Mufanechem Al-Kenu Reikam Al-Tishivenu, then you ask for rain. If you missed in Shmak Aleinu, so now the guy's 0 for 2, missed it in Baruch Aleinu, missed it in Shmak Aleinu, he started with say, La Lacha, you go back to Baruch Aleinu to make up. So he goes back, Baruch but our klutzi fellow misses it a third time. He says the same bracha. Now he's up to Tkavishoyf and he's like, he's just having a really bad day. His father didn't visit him that day and he's just mixing up everything. What should he do now? So Tzvi said, keep praying till you get to Shema Kalenu and make it up again. That's what Tzvi says. Does everybody agree? Somebody argue stark. Somebody ask a cash on Svi. There's a problem with Svi. The whole, the whole reason you're going back is to make it up. So, so, so asked Maish on you, Svi. Why am I saying Tkabishaifer again? I said Tkabishaifer once and I didn't fix anything up. So, why in the world am I saying Tkabishaifer? I'm saying Brachas Levatala. The only reason I said it a second time because I was supposed to make it up, but I didn't make it up. So there might be it said to skip to Shmakalenu. Just get, say Shmakalenu, skip. Why are you saying? You already said them once. You're only saying it again because you were making it up in Barakalenu, but you didn't make it up. So skip. So we have a second plan against Maish and Svi. What? But it doesn't make sense to say Taka. Say Leo as a third side. So Binyamin and Elio, we have three studs. And Binyamin and Elio said, maybe there's no makeup to the makeup. Really, Arya was saying that also. The first time you miss the Baruch Halacha, there's a makeup in Shema If you miss in Shema you go back to Baruch There's no further Halacha, and the makeup has no makeup. Say Baruch a third time. Take three. And say Baruch and get it right is one possibility, is a second. So we have a possibility is keep davening and say Nishma We have a second possibility is say Baruch a third time. There's no makeup for the makeup. The first time, Mr. Baruch you could say Shmak, you miss the Shmak, you go back to Baruch That going back, now it's got to be said in Baruch There's no more makeups for your makeup. So possibly just say Baruch a third time. The third possibility is skip to Shmak is there is a makeup to time number two. But why are you saying the brachas again? 
Why in the world am I saying Shiva? It's ridiculous to say it a second time and I've added nothing. Wouldn't that kasha apply even if you did say it? No, if I say Baruch I have a reason now. You have to daven in order. The order, it's, it's Siddur, it's called Siddur, which means Seder, order. The order is Li'ikuva, is, ma, is, lak, is, a, is, a, is it's Ma'akiv, the order. So I, I met my first Baruch Aleinu was no good. I said a good Baruch Aleinu, now go from there. If I didn't fix anything up, pray tell, why am I saying Taka again? So switch to, to just skip to Shema Kaleinu. And you, you was, the second time after you miss the Shema Kaleinu, you say to Baruch Aleinu, you miss the Baruch Aleinu, so skip to Shema Kaleinu. Say Shema Kaleinu and say it there and finish. We have three studs what to do. It is not brought. You can't find this, Shaila. Also hard to find the guy who's this klutzy. This Shaila, you, you'll have a t- I challenge the guys to look for this Shaila. It's a Shaila that a guy like me, Yulan's looking at me, who like... This doesn't happen, but it does. And this Shaila is a practical Shaila. It's very hard to find. And we have three practical studs what to do. What do you hold, Momo? What's logical to you? You hold like him. Keep going. Most people, I don't want to like, I don't like giving over illogical things. Most people tend to feel that way. There's a bomb kasha. There's something weird. Why am I saying... There's something, I agree that every, the, everybody senses, like, keep going and make it up in But there's something weird. I would have it weird. As I'm saying Ashiv, I'm like, I said this already. Why am I saying it again? Well, because I had to go back, but I didn't fix anything up. So why am I saying this again? <laughs> I've done so you're nothing. You're going to fix it up by Shmakalenu. So Good, so go right to Shmakalenu and fix it up. You, you don't like to skip. Because yeah, I'm supposed to fix up my Baruch Yes, second time also. But I didn't fix up my Baruch Aleinu. Then I had, I had them before. I, you say once I went back that I cancel them. It's funny. The first time you're doing it, you get into Shmakalenu, right? You go back Shmakalenu, so intrinsically all the seven day Baruch if I, once I do it, Shmakalenu, the they're still there. So then go back to the second time you started from scratch. It only makes sense to go through the entire Shmakalenu again. Even though once, once I didn't do the Barakalenu, leave that old what I did. And the first time the Shmakalenu is going back to Barakalenu. I hear, I hear. It's funny, if I got it the first time Shmakalenu, I don't go back. Right, you don't have to because it goes back to the Baruch So now, so now, once I missed the second Baruch I hear you. I hear. I don't know if I looked at that it, it goes back to Baruch I just look at it. You had to make up there. You had to make up there. Right. I don't know if it has to go back to Shmak Elenu to Baruch Elan, you like this Shaila? Stark. You ever heard the Shaila? Stark. No. Yes, Nati. I have no problem going back. I mean, don't go back and get it right. I don't mind multiple going back. So we're just trying to figure out, go back to where. If I miss normally in Baruch Aleinu, where do you say it? Shmak Aleinu. My second time, when I miss in Shmak Aleinu, where do you do? You go back to Baruch Aleinu. That's the halacha. Now I missed it again in Baruch Aleinu. What should I do? Keep davening to Shmak Aleinu? Do I skip to Shmak Aleinu or go straight to Shmak Aleinu? Why? But why am I saying Ashiva Shevtenu? I said it already once. It's funny, Elio assumes once I say Barclay, it's like I never said it. I did say it. It's only if I'm da- if I fixed up, so now I I'm, I'm, I have a new baruch so I want to go in order. If I have no new baruch 
It's only because I have a new baruch. Elio, you like this shaila? It's a, it's a good, it's an intelligent shaila. You ever heard this shaila? Isn't it a good shaila? Intelligent shaila. I missed him baruch aleinu. Missed the shmak. That's brought la lacha. That it's interesting that they didn't send us back to shmak aleinu. Once you didn't do the makeup, now do lechatchila. Once you're going back in 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 the in the in the takana, so now go. So you're a little bit saying so. Third time also. It's, it's, it's a nice time. Elio's tat is saying stark. Wow. Elio's father is saying stark. If I miss in shmak aleinu, why do I go to baruch aleinu? Because once I didn't get the makeup, you got to do lechatchila. See, he says it can't be better if you miss your third baruch aleinu. He says to go back to baruch aleinu and keep going back to baruch aleinu. Stark alumnus, Ilan, you like the svara? Ilan Elio's father Tainas. If I missed him, Baruchaleinu Shmakaleinu. But if you miss Shmakaleinu, now you're done with makeups. Harai, you go back to Baruchaleinu. So you see, you're done with the makeup. Luyi, I wasn't done with the makeup. Go back to Shmakaleinu. You see that 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 you should go back to the original when you miss the Shmakaleinu. Said if I miss Baruchaleinu, should do a third Baruchaleinu. It can't become different. Then when I missed in Shmach Elena, now I missed in Shmach Elena Baruch Elena. That's what he's tining. The second Baruch Elena is not a makeup? What? The second Baruch Elena is not a makeup? It's just another makeup? It's just you use the place of the makeup. Now it's the original spot. Elam, what were you tining? No. If you miss the whole Shmanesi, if you finish, you go back. That's what, Binyamin and Elan are both tining. It's still a makeup. <laughs> it's the makeup. <laughs> That would be the Shaila. You lose makeup and you do just wear, wear the original Takana. That's how he's on. That's. <laughs> and say it in Shmakalin. No, it's no success. You, you gotta dive in again then. You gotta say the same Talmud. Rabbi say it's a Gishmaka Shaila. I don't know the answer. So I advise. But. No answer. I didn't break any seed. If I skipped the shmak, I didn't break any seed. No, when you go back to then for sure you go in order. Yeah. Because now I have a new baruch aleinu, so my new baruch aleinu needs hashiva, needs the cast. But, but I have no new baruch aleinu. My baruch, nothing changed from my earlier davening. <laughs> That's what, I, that's what I'm a supic. But I'm not so borrowed to new try because I didn't. <laughs> it's a new Shmanesri. That's the Shiloh. What do you say? No, I, does that one still standing there? That one, if I fixed it up, I said, I have a new bar, if I didn't add a new bar, skip the Shmakal. It's very schwer to me that you're davening, <laughs> that you're doing that. I don't know what. There's something no weird going on that you're saying those brachas. To me, I suspect. I suspect the Baruch Aleinu a third time. That's what I really lean. The do Baruch Aleinu a third time. That it can't be better than when you missed in Shmak Aleinu at the Baruch Aleinu. So you missed Baruch Aleinu, go back to Baruch Aleinu. I don't think that could change. That's, that's part of the missing Shmak Aleinu deal. I, I, I suspect La Lacha, nobody brings this. I suspect La Lacha like you, that you go back to Baruch Aleinu again. You, you, you're a missing Shmak kind of fella. And that fella doesn't have the Shmak so It doesn't change because you said Baruch Aleinu again. I suspect like you. I think you do a third time Baruch Aleinu, you get no makeups now. For the very reason, 
the one thing I don't I don't hear like my Shansvi because it bothers me that you're davening those brachas again with not eating. It bothers me. I, I can't. I little bit can't be civil that I don't know what you're doing. I, I I don't like doing something. I don't know what I'm doing. When I would be doing it, I'd be mad. I said this already. <laughs> oh well, you were fixed up. Yeah, I didn't fix up. So, what? Why am I saying this pray tell again? Like I, 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 I stuck on that. Now I, I admit that I'm a little skeptical. If you don't get a baruchelenu, skip to shmakelenu. My suspicion is the third time baruchelenu. Interesting that there was such a takana once. If you miss Merchelenu, say Shmakalenu. You miss Shmakalenu, now you cause it's a rick. Merchelenu. It doesn't matter. You miss Merchelenu once, twice, ten times. Once you miss the makeup, so now you go back to the tikkun. And again, because <coughs> yeah, remember, then you had those brachas levatala. You don't want to create those interim brachas levatala. So if, you, if they had a makeup, they have a makeup. But if you miss the makeup, now the din goes back and forever. I don't think like the din now is well. We still have that makeup lying in, in wait. My gut is that that once you miss shmakalenu, now now it goes back barchlan. That's that alachas chal. I suspect like you. I suspect that way. But I can't. I know zero proof. Zero zero. If you ask a Rav, what will he say? He'll probably say to start concentrating better. I mean, <laughs> he might tell, go, yo, yo. I suspect Baruch Aleinu a third time, but I can't prove it. My father would, ne- would always say, bring taraya, bring a proof. I have no proof. In Svara, it sounds to me that way, but I can't prove it. If I can, if somebody wants to bring a raya or cool Shiloh. Okay, well, we'll take away from this. Again, no hidden agendas. The same Talamata, Chevre. We're asking for rain yet. So I did want to remind the Chevre, this Shaila will help. I hope it's a Geshmak enough Shaila when we're dabbing like same Talamata, we remember. Is it Kedai? Is it Kedai to start getting into a habit for a few days in Shmak Elena to ask for rain? I wondered, I was thinking myself, should I start in Shmakalenu for a few days just in case I forget a Barchalenu, like make it a habit? I had such a clear, a little bit, I didn't like it. Emotionally, I didn't like that. Like I'm asking for a rain, like in the middle of my Shmanet. Not that I have such a good Shmanet, say Halavai. Intellectually, I didn't like that. Philosophically, I should say, I didn't like that. I don't want to like a shmak, like in my shmak Elenu, I'll just start asking. So that's how you're playing, like you, what, what type of daven, what type of conversation with Hashem? Why do you say that? Well, just in case, <laughs> you're covered, you, you become like this, you, you, that, that's how you talk to God. Now you could say, what's wrong? I'm just asking for rain. So Hashem, I asked twice. So I'm asking, you asked already? No, I asked the second time. We need to talk badly. I wondered if a guy should ask the same Talmud like the next few days, ask in Shmak Halenu. So you train yourself. So if you forget in Baruch Halenu, it's what you're doing naturally. I'm not so into that. Is anybody into that? Okay, the Chavr is not into it. I didn't think this Chavr would be into that. And Shmak Halenu, ask for Ruben Yoyne didn't like it. I don't like it either. Okay, I was happy. I'm happy the Chavr doesn't like it. You don't like that, Akiva. <laughs> Forest. It's a forest chill. It's not. <laughs> In my shul, I was I was upset. I don't want to hear. Don't nobody say my shul. They do this, and uh, there may be gedolim do this, and fakert and butler daiti aniyakotan. In my shul, one one they start singing. They started like singing. You know, if you say it, if you say it ninety times, then if you misupik. If you're Mesopic, 
So then you could assume that, that you, you said it. Normally, if, you, if you're Mesopix, they wanted to say Baruch Levatel. So for one of the Akafas, a guy started singing Mashavirachim Radagashim. Oh, did I shut that down first? I don't mind singing about rain if that's what you feel. He's, do, like, he's combining halacha with musr with ashkaf. Yiddishkeit, it's not like that. It's not, it doesn't, it's not, that's not, that's not that, to me that doesn't fly. You want to say it 90 times. He's singing Now, good, ha'kafas with the Torah. Now, you're allowed to thank. It's suga pass to say, It's maybe a guy so excited about rain. that the Torah is called rain. Maybe the Tifin Yanim. So, you know, a guy's going to tell me there's some Hasidus that does it. He probably, a Rebbe has big Kavanas. I was like upset he was taking ha'kafas. That was like my plan with the... You take a kafel like chap, yishmak, we said it 90 times, I shut that down really fast. I remember when it happened, where it happened, a guy like started, the gishmak. You want to say it 90 times? Ashrech of a That's da kafel, da kafel, matans, matatayr, wanat. Yeah, okay. Enough kanos. Let's learn. And it's interesting, in Yeshiva Akiva, we've had by leagues an open mic sometimes, and guys have tried to broadcast the game. It is very difficult to broadcast the game. The Wolfpack play, and my, 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 my children and I sometimes watch the games, we listen to the games, and we hear broadcasters, it is murder to be a broadcaster. We've had guys in Yeshiva over the years who have been excellent broadcasters. Yossi Greenspan might be from the top. It's a specific, right, he's really good, Schleimer, right? It's a specific talent. It's much harder than you think to announce a game. Announcing's very hard, and the color commentators murder. A color commentator can jump in too much and say too much. And like Darshan in ways like that are, he's, he's like Darshaning way too much and saying too much. I just remember different color commentators along the years. You know, the, 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 the guy who plays, it, there's musical analogies, but there's the play-by-play guy who announces the event. And the color guy, he has a sidekick who like pipes in, oh, the defense is coming at Charlie, is coming out really hard, and, they're, and he like analyzes the game. Both are very hard things to do. Color commentary and announce a game are very difficult. We've had a few guys in Yeshiva that do an excellent job. If you ever listen to games, there are different commentators who have different challenges. There's a very notorious color commentator who often misses part of the game. He loses sight of the ball, and famously, fans of his, I don't want to embarrass anybody, but this guy is it's a struggle. He's a good guy, good commentator. He often will mix up the play, not sure where the ball is, not sure what's happening. And it's part of what endears him to some of the fans. It's very cute. There's a, the Tyra records, Lahavdo records a fight of Yaakov and the angel, and if somebody was color commentating, you would literally be like, what? There's, I grew up with a commentator on the radio. It's embarrassing how much I listen to say this. My kids can be made. There's a commentator who's so exact, he'll say like this, the running back dekes, and he avoids the tackle, and he describes a play, and I could tell my kids how many yards he went for on the radio. Four yards, six yards... Because he's so exact in his announcing, you could tell how many yards he got. I'll tell my kids second and six, okay? And I'll say in a minute, a second, okay, second and six. He's so exact in how he announces that I could tell you how many yards he ran for from what he says. There are other announcers that are very not exact. 
He can go on and on and you think he ran for 30 and the guy afterwards says that was a one-yard gain. He's just not exact. That he just at, he, at one time it could be a 31. But this guy is so exact. There are people that are good at recording like they, they mamish can give over what they saw and you could sense what they're seeing. The bottom line is, is a whole art to commentating. There is a fight in Parshas Vayishlach that the color commentary, the play-by-play of the fight, there's something off. I want to read it to you, and I want to see if this is striking to the Hevra. In a personal way, I'm very, very visual. My kids laugh at me that I'd rather listen to a ball game on the radio. I watch games on the radio. I did, Baruch, Baruch Hashem, I'm not watching so many games on the radio today, but if I have a chance, I like watching on the radio. I think they make much better catches on the radio. The game is just exciting. I like watching on the radio. Now, now, if, if you listen to this color commentary of the fight between Yaakov and Sarai Shalesav, there's a kasha that jumps out to anybody who's trying to watch something. I'm going to read it, and I'd like to hear, maybe I want to hear a kasha on the story. Listen to the story, and tell me if you just, somebody, Yosef, is, Hashem is broadcasting a fight. Listen to the way it's said. To me, it's striking, something striking. It's funny to say striking, but the word is for fight, good pun. That was for Shlomo Guri. Like this. But, <laughs> okay, not bad, not bad. If I would have done it on purpose, Shlomo would have been impressed. That was by mistake. Elio, listen to this. Yaakov Avinu is alone. And this angel has a dust up. In Avik means the dust. And it's a dust, so we call it dust up. He had a wrestle. Till the morning. So this malach, it doesn't say who ish. It calls him an ish, a man. We're taught by the Chachamim that it was an angel. The Torah calls him an ish. ish, A man dusted it up with him. Had a wrestling match with Yaakov Avinu. Till the morning, there was a tussle with the malach. How that tussle looked is like such a wonder to me, how it looked. They like throwing haymakers and kicks. I strongly suspect you and I would have been there. I don't know if you can get a malach with any kick or a chokehold. I don't know if that's how you smack a malach. I sort of doubt it. But there's some dust up to Laloisa Shachar. Vayar and Yaakov Avinu sees Kilo Yacholoi. He just can't. I'm sorry. Sorry. The angel sees that he can't get Yaakov. The mamish struggling. And the announcer says, he smacks him in the kaf yurechai in his thigh. The malach throws some haymaker to the thigh, nails him in the thigh. And the yerech of Yaakov, the thigh gets dislodged. He hits him hard, some front leg kick, really. He hits him in the leg. The Yerech of Yaakov, the Yerech gets dislodged. It's a gruesome fight. In the tussle, he smacks him there. I am like riveted. I don't know about you, I'm very visual. And Yaakov's foot got just dislodged. It's like gruesome injury. And his foot... And the Malach says, Shalcheni, let me free. For the morning has come. And Yaakov says, I won't send you out unless you bench me. 
It's so funny. This is exactly the announcer. He misses things that something that something I promise I've heard plays. Elio, he's plays deep to left field, and the ball, what a catch! And he's rounding second. Like he's not rounding second. He caught it. He he didn't realize he didn't catch it. He'll have like contradictions. He he. This announcer like loses something. So be line drawn. There's no men on base. A guy hits a shot deep to the outfield. Remember, I'm watching the game on the radio. It's all I got. Deep to left field, and he makes a catch. My world, the diving catch. You can't believe the catch. None of you, if you're watching on TV, you did not see what I saw. Diving catch, Naira. Then the guys, he's rounding second. Rounding second, he caught it. The announcer, like, forgot to say that he dropped it. He forgot to say he caught it on a bounce. This announcer gets fafiert. It happens. So he misses a detail, and then you try to like figure out what he got led you wrong. Why is he rounding second if he caught it? There's a lady who announces with him who usually will say, John, she'll like say, John, I think it bounced. And then you're like, oh, that's why he's rounding second. Like, she'll like fill you in on the missing detail that would make sense why he's rounding second. This, am I exaggerating? Oh, yo, this happens, things like this. Rabbi said the way the entire recording the story, Lahavdal. Infinite Abdullah, Hashem, is recording the Misa. I'm listening to the fight, and the Malach gives a crushing blow to Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov's thigh just got bent out of place. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. Right now, Yaakov's on the ropes, if you will. And then the next Pasuk, the Malach says to Yaakov, free me for the morning. Um, did I not? The Malach's in a chokehold? The Malach taps out. I'm what just ha- like something's missing here in the simple shot in the Torah? Something's funny here. Yaakov gets a crushing blow, and the Malach taps out and says, Shalcheni, let me go. I gotta leave. Please let me go. Yaakov says, I'm not letting go. It didn't record Yaakov's crushing blow to the Malach. The Kasha is like a Kasha Alimta. To me, it's a powerful Kasha. In the recording of the story, there's something missing here. I now had to listen. I now had to listen on the radio. I, there's something missing here, Ilan. There's a part of the story. If you just read the Torah, there's something so confusing. But they have a avak. There's a fight. The Malach, he throws a crushing blow to Yaakov. And I'm like, waiting. Yaakov's... If the, the announcer, and then the angel taps out. Literally, if I'd hear this broadcast, what he would say? It would be so frustrating because I'm just trying to listen to you. I don't have access. If you're, on, if you're watching on TV, you don't need the broadcaster as much because you see the play yourself. It changes the whole style of broadcast. Here, I'm not watching the fight. I'm just listening to Hashem. And the fight is Yaakov gets a crushing blow. While they're fighting, his leg takes this crushing blow and gets, gets, is out of place. And then the Malach says, let me go for the morning has come. <laughs> Why is the Malach in a choke? What, you, um, you forgot to tell me. And Yaakov regrouped. There's like a whole part of the fight you forgot to tell me. Kasha one, legitimate Kasha Aryeh. Lachira plea Akiva, Maskin Benyamin. It's a plea in the in the in the recording. There's like such chasim and asefer. I don't know how you follow them. My second kasha, my second kasha, which lachira is just as strong as the first kasha, is it says vayavik eshimai. They're middle of a fight. In middle of the fight, vayavik means docha fight. 
and they're fighting, and the Malach claps him. Vateka kaf Yerech Yaakov, and Yaakov's Yerech gets dislodged. Be'ov ko'imai, when they're fighting? I was in the middle of watching a fight. <laughs> it doesn't have to say, and his leg got dislodged when they were fighting. We were in the middle of, you were broadcasting a fight. <laughs> that is, the Be'ov ko'imai has not added anything, you were broadcasting. It says, Be'ovik ish imai, and there was a fight till the morning. And in the middle of the fight, the angel threw a crushing blow to the Yerech Yaakov, and his Yerech got dislodged. Be'ov came when they were fighting. You were broadcasting a fight. It said, Vayavik ishimai. So what do you have to say? His leg got dislodged, Be'ov while he was fighting. It, it's, it's even funny to me, because it sounds like it got dislodged in a fight, sometimes like by accident, like in the middle of the tussle, like there's two things you can knock out somebody's leg. It didn't get dislodged like in the middle of the fight. He dislodged his leg. And the Psukim say that. The Psukim say that Vayiga Bikaf Yerecha, he clapped him, he banged him. Vateka Kaf Yerech Yaakov and heard him. While they were fighting. What? Didn't happen while they were fighting. I know there's a middle of a fight. It almost, it's not just that it's extra, it's not just redundant, it's Pashat almost misleading. Because to say it happened while they were fighting is like two people were wrestling and you would even, you would, you would express it happened while they were fighting. You would almost mashmice, they were tussling and his leg like came out of place. Like it wasn't, he didn't do it. They were in the middle of a basketball game and it, it happened. That's not, he clapped him on the leg. So what does it say? Those words are not just extra, they're misleading, Ari. Fair question. His, his leg didn't get dislodged like while they were fighting, like almost this side event. He dislodged his leg. He clapped him in the leg. So Be'ov Ka'imai is extra and misleading. Tzvi, is that a fair question? What seems, Daniel, what seems clear to me, what seems clear to me, and all of us know that in all our struggles of Golos and in life, we look at Yaakov Avinu and we study the sogyas of Yaakov Avinu. And what seems clear to me what the Torah is saying is that the defeat of the Sari Shalesev has nothing to do with him being knocked out. Gufa that you're still fighting, he's defeated. And I'm not... Gufa that you're still fighting, the Yitzhar is defeated. The defeat of the eight Saharas that you're in the struggle, that you're battling. All of us in our lives, when we're honest, have times that we're fighting. We're actively, I'm engaged in the battle. In the fight, you get hurt and you make mistakes and you get punched. And then you have times that you know you're not fighting. A few weeks go by, you are not fighting. You could say you are, but you're not in the fight anymore. You're just floating. You're just going on. You haven't engaged the eight Sahara. And what's clear here to me is that the Yitzhahara claps Yaakov Avinu, dislodges his leg, and the Torah says, amidst the fight, the fight didn't end. And that's the recording. The Malach says, get me out of here, you win. It never describes Yaakov Avinu knocking out the Malach. There is no glancing, striking blow back. And the Malach somehow in the morning says, you win, let me go, Aloysa Shachar Mashiach. Let me go. 
you forgot to tell me Yaakov about his chokehold, arm bar, I don't know all these triangular grasp, uh, other names, other names, other names. Other names, what are other, what are other finishes? Another one, another one, another one. No, what's a leg one, a leg one? Leg lock, an arm bar, uh, triangular, whatever, all the zachen, it never describes back to Sarei Shalais of that. But but it says that the, 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 the Malach struck Yaakov and hurt his leg amidst the fight, the fight didn't end. And that's how Hashem records from that place, amidst the struggle, the struggle did not end. Says the Torah, the Malach says, free me, the morning has come. The victory of Yaakov is that he's fighting. The victory of Yaakov is that he's fighting. That is the victory. That's, it's, it's extremely important that the battle against Sarei Shalesov, that there's a tremendous Hatzlacha that you're fighting him. There is something called Yisrael, and I don't want to teach that you can't have victories where he's succumbed, because we have cases and there's such a possibility. But there's a great, great victory in fighting him. There's a great Hatzlacha. It's interesting, the Balatanya describes somebody who's fighting the Yetzirah for years. It says, oh, I'm at the same place. I see I still struggle with the same things. And he describes Hashem as in such nachas. Yomamish engaged in a struggle, Laman Hashem, and fighting and working and being Mekadashem Shemayim. What are you jipping Hashem of that nachas? The fact that the struggle continues amidst a leg dislodging, and amidst much, much hitting back by the Yetzirah, and he's still fighting, but I'm still in the fight, the Yetzirah at Alois HaShachar says, free me, you've won, that's a victory itself. It doesn't have to record Yaakov's move to, seduc- to, to, to knock out the Yetzirah. The fact that he's engaged in the struggle by Alois HaShachar, the Yetzirah says, let me go, you've, you've won, Mazel Tov. That's what I wanted to say importantly, in our own lives, I think that's vital to know this. That the fact that one is engaged in the battle, but I finemis, but I finemis, one is engaged, working and putting in and putting great effort. The fact that he's very fighting, that's a Kiddush Shemayim, that he's making efforts to beat the Yetzara, is Kiddush Shemayim and victory right there that he's fighting. You'll ask a guy to record an event a guy will describe trying not to look. I battled and I lost. No, you, what do you mean? You won, you were battling. You won, you were battling. The story recorded is not, and then I lost. The story is you won, you were fighting. The story is won, you won, you were fighting. There's Kiddush Shemayim in the fight. A guy described to me, it's, it's a mice and Naira, an honest guy in yeshiva described, I'm, I'm not very good with technology. He had a moment of Nisayan, he was trying to, be, to watch himself, and he was alone in a house. I don't understand that he had a device that needed a plugged-in device, somehow for Wi-Fi, I don't know the exact cheshben. And he was fighting for one hour alone in the house, not to do an Avera. And then he, he, was, he, was, he was at a bad place, but he knew that he's fighting is a, is a tremendous moment of Kirvis Hashem. And he dove into Hashem, I need help, Hashem. And he swears the guy that he said an honest prayer to Hashem, and all the power in his house went out. 
And somehow there was no Wi-Fi. Every bit of power went out in his house. He swears he stabbed into Hashem. And on the spot, an honest, honest person, the Maisa happened. Kacha. What was the tefillah? The tefillah is a He was battling the Yitzhara. If you're very machshiv, the battle itself. A person, I, I don't know if it's shayach success, if you're not machshiv also that you're fighting something. There's such a thing called Yisrael, and I want to learn, we're not going to learn about Yisrael today, and it's dangerous not to know about Yisrael also. But this is called Yaakov. What I just described is called Yaakov. Yaakov is the appreciation amidst the struggle that the fact, that the struggle's ongoing and I'm not letting go of the struggle. People have all different nuschais that I'm not fighting anymore and they, they give up the struggle, they give it up. There's a terrible loss of Kiddush Shemaim. It was a beautiful Kiddush Shemaim that you didn't give up, that you were staying in there working, battling, figuring out and, and, and sometimes the leg gets displaced. Battle is gory. And his foot gets completely dislodged in the struggle. But amidst his foot getting dislodged, the Torah describes that the fight was ongoing. And right at that point, the Malach, the Yitzhahara says, I give up, I give up. You give up, you just knocked out his leg. Yeah, but he kept fighting. And he kept fighting, I give up. That, that alone is the Kiddush Shemayim, that he kept fighting. That the struggle doesn't end with this large leg. That alone is the Malach says, I give up. There's a Yaakov, there's a Madrega of Yaakov to that. A tremendous, tremendously important Madrega of Yaakov. I dare say, you can't study Yisrael till you study Yaakov. You can't study Yisrael. It's interesting that the, the, the Malach says, Yisrael. The Malach later wants the name changed and only Yisrael. And right after the Torah says, Vayishal Yaakov, Yaakov asked. The Malach tries to get it that the name Yaakov's gone. And right after the Torah rejects the Malach, Vayishal Yaakov. The name Yaakov must always be there before we talk about victories, and there are big victories to be had. Yisrael is Shaykh, and you need to know that too. But that Yaakov itself, that there's a Kayach called Yaakov, that you're engaged in the struggle, having losses, having victories, but I'm in it. I'm in it and fighting this tremendous Kiddush right there. You're fighting for the right things. Tremendous Kiddush In the world of wars, so you're fighting, mates, whatever you're fighting, did you win or not? My kids come home from a game. My wife always corrects me. I always say, kid, did you win? Last time my daughter came back from basketball, did you win? Did you have, my wife always says, did you have fun? The netzach in me, that competitive spirit, did you win? And certainly in, in the world of basketball, I played hard. I hear, I hear, I hear, but often our feelings are, are, are governed by the win or not. In this milchama called life, the fact that you're mekadashem shemayim is the goal. The fact that you're fighting is very much the goal. And the fact that a person's engaged in a tifa eifin, in the struggle, is very, very involved in the struggle, is the goal itself. And the madrega called Yaakov, that you're a person engaged in the struggle. 
and taking losses and having displaced legs, taking shots in the thigh, really a glancing blow, a fiery blow, but I'm in the fight and I continue. I continue to put in, I continue to work, I continue to care. That is the Kiddush Shemaim. That's a tremendous, tremendous state of Kiddush Shemaim. The Yisrael is not a new Metzius, only comes as a Yaakov. Its base is a Yaakov. Its base is the person who's winning, willing to fight, who understands the Kiddush who fight, who understands, and, and it's difficult to fight, and uh, they're glancing blows, and, and all different things that happen amidst the fight. It's gory, you fight. But the person's clearly and, and seriously and focused and with energy engaged in the fight, this tremendous Kiddush the stories of our life will be full of that Kiddush of the person who was, that, no, it can't be pretend. It can't be a person's defenseless and just getting beaten around, say, I'm fighting. That's not, it has to be an emus. But he's struggling, but he's working, but he's figuring out. I remember my Rebbe did something, we were youngsters, and it shocked me. And it's very different than the secular school system. I want to tell you about this, and it's, I have to stop, but I want to tell you this. My Rebbe gathered a group of guys in yeshiva who were missing chakras a lot. And my Rebbe, he wanted them at the minion. And he arranged guys to meet in groups and to have discussions. And he wanted whole discussions about chakras, the guy should meet up and come up with plans and ideas and a whole like, he made chavrusas for this. He arranged them. Us chavrus, if you made chakras, you were like a shtickle jealous of the chavrus, almost like they got such. But he made these groups that they should meet together and then discuss and analyze. There was a tremendous lesson to me that it taught me that the goal almost equal to coming to chakras was to struggle to come to chakras. That he made a sugya. It was like, you better be there, I'll find you. So he could have like ended it all. Give a big class. Why didn't he just give it, be like every other school. Be secular. You come and we find you. Zehu, fight over. If you don't know about Yaakov, that's what you do. Give a knas and the fight's over. Zehu, and everybody comes. The world celebrates your great institution. Your guys come. A guy misses, he pays you. He's there. He gets fined if not. If you don't know about Yaakov, see, you have everybody there. You don't have the beauty of the guy figured out how to get there, that a guy was bloodied and, and, and mamish had, had, had a tough time and missed a few, had to like figure it out and he's getting punched around and he, and he became there. You know, but who, what do you know about Yaakov? If you learn about Yaakov, so then you understand that there's a beauty. It was clear he like set it up so different. I remember when my Rebbe had this plan, it was like so, it was almost like he's so clueless. Like this is the best way to get the guys there, that they should fight to get there. Give a knas and take away the fight. If you want to remove Yaakov, give a knas and take away the fight. Then there's no Yaakov. You have, all, you have a yeshiva of Yisrael's, but I don't know if there's Yisrael without Yaakov. Yaakov becomes Yisrael. Tocha Yaakov becomes Yisrael. You want Yisrael minus, you want to kill Yaakov. Sarah Shalasev, I think, wanted that. I only want Yisrael. No more Yaakov. Sarah Shalasev says, You're a winner, only Yisrael. No more Yaakov. By Yishal Yaakov. The next Pasuk, Hashem rejects Sarah Shalasev. No siri. Sarah Shalasev wants, just Yaakov. Let's, let's knock out the struggle. 
it's interesting in your own homes, you're all going to have to determine which things in our own raising of our kids, Shlomo, there's certain things you say that won't happen in this home. That's a line. That's not, that's not happening. You're not hitting mom. There are other things that you do that on, you're destroying Yaakov. If you take the wrong thing, say, that won't happen here. That won't, what do you mean that won't happen here? I'm struggling with that. No, 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 you can't struggle with that. See, right, it's possible to, to kill Yaakov. It's possible, but then you have no Yaakov. I don't think you have Yisrael either, minus Yaakov. I think there's a Bechena called Yaakov. And Yaakov, that Bechena is somebody struggling and fighting for something, and he takes glancing, crushing blows. But he's fighting for something, but he's fighting. We'll have to talk how to win. I don't want a guy, and I want to talk. It must be spoken. I think there's a whole genre of music that senses that we've removed Yaakov. There are people who make a rebellion and there's a type of music that's upset that we don't allow for struggle. And I think they killed Yisrael. Because you could make it so cool to fight. I promise it's possible and beautiful that the guy fought and fought and he's a guy who's a regular minion attender. But he doesn't miss. And he's not even battling. And there's such a thing, and you should, don't ever take that away. But that's docha Yaakov. That's through Yaakov. But you can come to Yisrael. Don't ever kill Yisrael. Yaakov and Yisrael. It's possible Yisrael. It's possible. I have seen people grapple. Some of those guys who my Rebbe encouraged to fight, they were bleeding and missing and having these groups talking, figuring out, frustrated, wanted so badly. They're guys who today look like a robot mamish. They never miss davening. You know why? Yisrael. Yaakov and Yisrael, and that's beautiful. There's a madrega called Yisrael that you beat up the Yitzhara. He's dead in that and you crushed him. You crushed him. It's called the Loikade ear. The city's captured. He's done. There's so, I don't want to take away Yisrael. There's a whole genre of music, and I sense that they're rebelling, that there wasn't an allowance for Yaakov. But then they create that all there is a Yaakov, you can never win. And they create as if we're always bloodied, but I'm very Makbid in the Waterbury music. I have tremendous nachas that a lot of the music has sad parts, and, and I've spoken, the singers know about this. And the music very much reflects the yeshiva that it has the difficult part and the successes. At the end of the year, guys see him and guys make up poems about the Messiah. And sometimes we've discussed Tilchus Lashnar, we've asked Shailas, and sometimes in the poems, they'll discuss the journey a little bit. But they'll always end stark with the success. They don't, because the, the journey does not, does, is not discussed, the journey is wonderful, it's not the Chatam of old, it's the process that's ever beautiful, the Yaakov. But there's a Yisrael, but understand the guy, and there could be a Yisrael, not to ever feel, there's something called Yisrael. And we're capable of Yisrael. But I want to focus on that a different day. I can't focus on that today. Today I need to learn Yaakov. That it, the goof of the fact that that the fight continued on is in itself a beauty. And, this, and the Sarei Shalesa from that place, his own crushing blow and it doesn't end the fight. I'm a very visual learner. I ask, I don't ask Mechila, tough luck. If you know about boxing, and if you don't know Ashrech HaVetayvlach, some of the boxing fights end, a guy will throw his hardest punch. In USC, it's the same thing. A guy will look like he's winning and he'll empty his whole tank and then the other guy defeats him easy. Like mamish easily. 
and they say, look, like, what just happened? That's like craziest turn. Of, and if you understand it, he took his worst blows. He stayed in it. The other guy used up, and then you just sit on him. It's over. That's mamish what the Torah is describing, that there's a sense if we could stay in the fight when the Yetzirah throws his blows. And we could say, I'm not defeated. It's not all is lost. It's not all is lost. He's throwing, he's fighting. I understand, he's a malach, but I'm in it and I'm still working for something. That alone, the malach says, Shalcheni, you win. He taps out. He taps out, the fight stays on. So that's what I wanted to push the ilum. It's something that you read the psukim, I think this like is pshat. It's like kimat simple pshat. I wanted to share this with the chevra. Whoever needs a minya for mincha next door, whoever's that second say to start right away.